Welcome to the Secure Podcast. I'm Mike Matranga. Today we have Tracy TK Keel. Um, he is a independent consultant with M6 Global Defense, former chief of police for Clear Lake Shores and uh, uh, captain, patrol captain for Galveston County Sheriff's Department. He has well over 30 years of experience in the law enforcement space and now has entered the physical security space and is a consultant for M6 Global. Thanks for joining us. I got a question for you. So today we went to a conference and we uh, we listened to Michelle Gay, whose daughter Josephine was a victim in the Sandy Hook shooting. And you know, we learned some very tragic news, some very heartfelt things uh, from that conference uh, that we pulled away, uh, being a father, uh, being a security professional that I know that we can do better. And so, you know, with your career in law enforcement and now transitioning over to the physical security space, what do you feel or what were some of the takeaways that you took from today's conference and then, and then moving forward in the K-12 security space, what do you think that we're missing? Well, I think uh, the, the thing that jumped out at me today was that even though uh, that particular event at Sandy Hook uh, premeditated well over six months in planning, uh, you know, the, the Sandy Hook school itself had prepared themselves and their students for some type of an event, uh, trying to, uh, you know, drill the students and what to do in an emergency. And no matter what we do, um, it, it, it kind of jumps out at you that all the planning in the world isn't going to fix things. There's there's several components involved in school security and K-12 security that you have to address. Behavioral uh, health is one. Uh, police officers is a component, but it's not the answer. And I think we get locked into, well, we'll just put police officers in schools or we'll arm the teachers or you know, we'll put more more protection in the event something does happen. And there's a lot of things we can do beforehand. There's there's data available to uh, lead us to intervene uh, before things happen. And I think we're missing the point and we're missing the opportunity to eliminate uh, any possibility of those things ta- taking place. And it's a tragedy that it's sitting right there in front of us and we're not taking advantage of that. The data. Yeah. Right. So the data is there. We're just not sifting through that data and then processing that data to see, you know, who it is that's on this, what the, the National Threat Assessment Center has said is, is this pathway to violence. And so, you know, at M6 Global, I know that you understand the philosophy is that the foundational component is in the behavioral analysis, is breaking down those patterns of behavior. You know, I always tell people that people's lips will lie, but their behaviors and actions will always tell you what their intent is. And so, you know, today's conference to me confirmed or affirmed what we're doing in the space is right by putting the foundational piece first of identifying these patterns and behaviors uh, in these individuals. And it's not just kids, you know, I mean, you know, violence knows no race, no boundaries, right? No gender, whatnot, no sexuality. Violence is violence. And we've seen the gamut of it in the, in the United States culture, you know, dating back to even prior to Columbine. You know, you go back to the Whitman shooting and in, in, at the University of Texas, and and, and that's just one of the, the ones that kind of put this level of violence on on the, the radar of Americans. And, and um, those were things that we, you know, back in, 
in those days in the 60s, 70s that were an anomaly. Now, you know, we're in the year 2023, we're 100 and something days in, we have at least 100 shootings in the United States. These have become commonplace. And so I appreciate you joining us. Uh, the comments were great and uh, appreciate you joining the team. Thanks for having me. I appreciate right. it.